Hot Tub Beers is meant for entertainment purposes with a side of beer education. Each episode may contain offensive and off-color humor. Our intended audience is people 21 years of older who love beer and laughter. Pop the top on the old jacuzzi A rain or sunshine, we're not too choosy Daytime, nighttime, we're always home When you drop on by on your mobile phone To hot tub beers Amber's, ales, and lagers Hot tub beers Slip on in Tasting micro brews from Texas towns, stouts and pilsners, boxing weeds, having hot tub beers, just my friends and me. All right, welcome back to Hot Tub Beers. So this is a this is the first for Hot Tub Beers, Jake. Uh, we are in the hot tub with Kyle and Andreas of Frost Town Brewing. Welcome, guys. Thank you for having Thanks us, y'all. Absolutely, dude. Like, thank y'all for letting us in. So, correct me if I'm wrong. Frost Town Brewing is not currently open to the public. Not yet, but soon it will be. Soon it will be. And so, do y'all have an approximate date, or we're just kind of waiting on permits to follow through? Yeah. Or? Once you, you record it, it kind of is out there, right? Like now it's out in the internet. We don't. And once it's in the internet, we can't delete that. That's true. Everything we say on the so podcast, we, we is can't fact. really tell you on like a specific <laughs> date, just because I'd be a liar. But yes. it'll be really close. I mean, we're as you can tell. You know, we're we're at the brewery. We're at inside. We're right? inside the brew house. We're by the brew house. And we've been you know working all week just getting them clean and things like that. So we're really getting there you know the people that know about opening breweries you know like the three people out there listening to to, to this podcast how y'all doing oh uh, we have we have four. Oh, okay four months yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> math is not my good my good forte but yeah no we're really close um i'd say uh, i'd say some sometime this year yeah anyway sometime this year thank that's you for great. having us <laughs> we only got what how many more months 10, month, 10 months left? What what month is this? We're in April, Jake. We're in There's April. We got, eight months. Year. we got eight months left. Yeah. But oh, 2024. <laughs> the, hot tub, the hot tub calendar doesn't fit the same. In fact, we're going to make this the first episode. We're going to make this the season premiere for season three. Right on. Sweet. So We're still doing seasons? Yeah, I kind of very loosely. Wrap it around. Well, when, I, when, the, when, the, when the pool at the house filled with pollen and it's completely Ooh. yellow and I've got to go back and clean, that's part of my job uh, tomorrow. Is instead of recording a podcast on Sunday, I'm uh, I'm gonna be my own pool boy and get all the pollen out of the pool and get all that. So when the pollen starts dropping, then mm. then we're back in the hot tub. Okay, so no, I'm not gonna get bit by ants anymore in the hot tub. Well, I or mean, is that come straight pollen. down to sacrilege? Then, yeah, yeah, that was that was more of you talking about monk boners. Uh, I think <laughs> that, that where where you ended up with with uh, getting bit by ants. I think that was your your uh, your reward. 2 minutes 15 seconds we already said boner. It's going to be a good day. Of a bitch. Gonna it's good, good to be day. a good day. So yeah, Kyle, I don't know if you knew what you were getting into, but cheers. Uh shoot, I knew there was beer, so I was <laughs> in for it. That's all that matters is beer. So Kyle, you said this is your first brewing gig, correct? Correct. And so how did you get into brewing? How did you get your way into Frosttown? So, uh, I started out as a home brewer and John, one of the other uh, founders, he uh, 
he reached out to me one day. His dad had wanted to open a brewery years ago and then had some uh, personal things came up. It just ended up not ever fleshing out. And right. Jean finished business school and we both like beer. And he's like, you know, I want to make this happen. I know you know how to brew. You want to do it? And yeah. I said, hell yeah. So nice, here we dude. are. And so far, so good? So far, so good. We're... Uh, I'm pretty proud of our recipes. I think we have an awesome spot, so I yeah. think we're, we're gonna make it. So, so tell us more about this spot, because this we're almost like in the shadow of Minute Maid Park right now. Right, yeah, we uh, we're in uh, three blocks North away. Jackson yeah. Street, mm -hmm. about three blocks away. So, like game days here are gonna be the place to be. It's I, always gonna be a game day here at Frosty. <laughs> Uh, we're catty corner from uh, original Irma, so shout out to uh, our, our our boss lady over there. She's an amazing person. Um, amazing cook too. Are you trying to get a raise? <laughs> no, I'm just you know I'm trying to get some. Uh, hey man, her desserts. Where is this hey, place? Hey Irma, if you're listening, Miss <laughs> Irma, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Miss Irma. She's a sweet lady, and you know her whole crew over there kicks ass. So shout out to original Irma's. Cheers. So we got we got the head brewer and we have the taproom manager Andreas in the in the tub, right? So that's correct. Andreas, you've been uh, you've been in the craft beer scene in Houston for a while now. Uh, in fact, you were in on the inception of hot tub beers on my forty first birthday. You know, it feels like it's been longer than what it really has been. It does, doesn't it? Uh, no, I feel like you turned forty one like ten years ago. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but like you know, uh, we, we talked a little bit about. By my background, I uh, started to help, help start a brewery, then I was as an assistant brewer at, uh, at another brewery here in town, and once I heard about this opportunity of being part of uh, the startup crew of such an amazing, not only brewery, but like I think it's a, it's a whole encompassing business here that, you know, we're really trying to think about every detail and being very professional about everything we do. Yeah. And I hope that shows not only in the quality of our beer, but in the quality of our crew. And you know, in the overall experience you are gonna have here at the uh, tap room and our patio, and you know, it's perfect time whenever you come to the games. It's already like what, like a, a third of the price of the <laughs> beer here than you're gonna get at Minute Maid. That's true. You know, that's better true. And better beer. Yeah, exactly. absolutely. There we go. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So, it, it, speak, you you wear many hats, right? And speaking of many hats, you also sell hats at Mochila, correct? That's correct, yeah. Uh, <laughs> they're over there in Mochila. We have that shop on um, at the Heights. Um, it's Ecuadorian goods in general, so it's things like hats, okay. textiles, leather goods, and um, I love kicking ass for them over there as well. Uh, it's always a great time um, yeah. whenever we're over them. And uh, y'all might be the first people to find out, but we're maybe getting into the podcast industry with, with, with y'all over there. Oh, let's um, do it, dude. Completely something different, you know, like a whole seasoning and all everything. But, okay. you know, it'll be interesting to one day, you know, collide in the future. And do like yeah, we need future, to collide, you know? dude. Yeah, absolutely. Let us get started. You know, I always get ahead of myself, but uh, sometimes it pans out. Well, I, I tell you what, you're, you're one of the most fun guests that we have. We enjoy hanging oh, out with you. you. You know, and so you, this is your second time in the hot tub with us. Your first time was over at New Magnolia Brewing. That's right. We've, we've tried to schedule a couple other times, and it just hasn't worked out, but I'm happy to be here today. I know, man. I'm glad it worked out today. And so, Andy, if, if, if anything, this walking into this place, it's beautiful, man. Mm. It's clean. It's crisp. Like, this, this place is, it looks like it is 
business ready, which is like, like I'm excited for y'all to be able to be open and, and get people in here. Because once people get in here and just get the vibe, man, it's 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 going to be the place to hang out. I'm telling you right now, dude, it, it. it's awesome. So we got a beer in our hands. We got the American IPA. Yes, so we are going some fresh. We're like out of the soda keg. This is first batch brewing. Uh, of American IPA from Frosttown. So Kyle, this is your recipe, correct? Correct. So tell us about the recipe, tell us about the hops that are in it. What are we drinking here? So uh, I wanted a beer, when I do an IPA, I like them to be kind of balanced. So there's some uh, Munich malt in there. As a lot of people just do, you know, they're, they're two row and I wanted some Munich to give it a little maltiness, balance it out. As far as hops go, pretty standard. I like to, uh, we're going with Cascade, Simcoe, and Mosaic in the boil. Okay. And then dry hopped with uh, Galaxy and just one to, because we're using so many hops that you know everybody uses, that one to just kind of make it try and stand out was uh, one called Trident that we put in this one too. Okay, so, so what is, that's a new one for me. So tell me what I should be getting off of Trident. So Trident is uh, really fruity flavors and it's, the best I can describe it is it's good as a dry hop when you add it with other hops. It sort of allows the other hops to shine and kind of complements okay. them. So okay. I thought for this recipe we have a lot of my favorite hops in it, so let's let those shine. So okay, a lot of your favorite hops, which is your favorite? Ooh, I love mosaic, so. Oh, that, that is one on the podcast has been divided. Yep. Like people, people like we, so we had, uh, when we first opened this last season, we did Toppling Goliath. Okay. And so we had their Pompeii that was just a straight mosaic IPA. Beautiful. People that didn't like IPAs were around the hot tub drinking it, thought it was badass. Um, and then Ian from uh, B52 is not a mosaic fan. Oh, I love it. <laughs> See? And so, okay, so tell me what you love about it. I like it because it's, it's a hop, I think, that can stand alone. So, you know, there's, you know, smash IPAs with just mosaic. It's great. There's some hops that I like in combination with others but i think it's it's it has got, a good personality it's, yeah it's it's got you know it's got your pininess got your fruitiness got your a tiny bit of that dankness it's just got everything that you want in the hop all in one so yeah i think it's a perfect ipa hop. It, and i'm and i'm partial to simcoe i really like simcoe, I like simcoe. so you got this one in here too so on the nose it's there's a really light nose to it to me it doesn't come out and punch you in the face but it's got a real good light good. ipa nose on it there's some of those floral, little bit of citrus that I'm getting mm -hmm. off of it. Um, on the flavor. I'll forget about that we, we also like talk about beer and, 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 and we do. get a little bit, you know. I like this beer. I would say it. Go well, ahead. I, I got some, some big ones for you. Okay, quick. go ahead. Okay. So what did you brew this one on? Was this a pilot system? Was this a home system? Home brew. This was the home? Oh, Big really? Oh, igloo cooler. Yeah, what's, what's the size on that? Uh, five gallons. Five gallons. And so with moving to the bigger equipment, are you worried about scalability? No. Um, all my recipes that I, I do, I tried to make in a way that it was easy to scale. So when I do, when I write a recipe, I don't write it like, oh, I need 10 pounds of this, eight pounds of that or whatever. I do it by what percent of sugar am I getting? So yeah. I literally just have to 
I have a little calculator on my computer, and I, instead of punching in five gallons, I do 465 gallons, and nice. it just tells me what I need. So just yeah. to give you another clue of who, uh, who Kyle is here, um, he is, um, what, what was your degree in? Was mechanical, Industrial engineer. Industrial engineer from LAC, right? Yep. So oh, this guy cowboy. not only has the looks, oh, yeah. also has the brains. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you're, you're not originally from Oklahoma. No, I, I'm born and raised in Houston. There you go. Good for you. Yeah, we've th- this podcast has a contentious relationship with Oklahoma. Oh, no. I got some mm-hmm. Oklahoma beer today. Oh, so my goodness. Hopefully that'll change your mind. That's because we're, we're convinced that's the only reason Texas hasn't fallen into the ocean. <laughs> uh, I've heard it. I've heard it. Yeah. No, Oklahoma sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Oklahoma sucks. Just lead off with that. <laughs> we, we still love you, Kyle. We still love you. So this is, this is not brewed on the system in... This was brewed in my driveway. So really? Yes, so have you brewed on the system here? Not yet. No, we're... Uh, this week we've been busy passivating all the tanks, so we're just getting everything ready to brew, so hopefully that'll be within the next two weeks. We'll actually have our first brew day. Oh, what is wow. passivating? So that's... Uh, basically, you use an acid that it, it kind of has like a reaction with oxygen and what happens is it it's like a sort of like a biofilm that sort of protects your tank so it just prevents you know rust and pitting and it just makes everything stay shiny and last longer nice oh nice, nice. okay it's like a higher concentration that you would normally use it for cleaning and so like it lasts a little longer and you usually do it about once a year yeah okay you know, a lot of people buy tanks already passivated just because you know it's more than the time consumption of it it's the uh Acid is not cheap, and you know, especially when we're talking about bodies. Yeah, uh, I went to college once. I know it's not cheap. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about like dissolving things, <laughs> but I, that could also dissolve your brain <laughs> in a good way. <laughs> Dissolving your brain in a good way. I like it. The, so, when you do get to brew on the on the system. How many barrel system do you have in here? Oh, uh, we have a 15 barrel system. Oh man, so you're you're stepping it up big oh, time. Yeah, yeah, big yeah we're going from from uh, like five to ten gallon batch of 15 barrels. Yeah, one speed, full speed. So. I'm telling you, dude, it's fun to go around the city and see like uh, this podcast has really taken us in some cool places, right? And so we've gotten to go see you know a bunch of little breweries around the the city, and you got like. Uh, I want to say under the radar was like a three or four barrel system and turkey forest is over there on one barrels and you, some of these breweries uh was it we talked to fortress last time they're on a small system how small was it it was less than 15 barrels like seven, no, uh, it might be a seven misfit outpost is brewing on a half barrel i think yeah. hmm? but that's misfit outpost fortress is brewing on a much larger system i want to say uh, okay it was 10 or 20 or something Oh, it wasn't. Wow. It wasn't small. Yeah. You said half okay. a barrel for Misfit. Yeah. He's That's not. He's not putting out big batches. So he's yeah. over there doing yeah pilot batches, and mm-hmm. they're selling pilot batches. And then if the pilot batch goes well, yeah. dude, have you made it out there yet? I did actually. Uh, the the thing was the first week they opened. They had the the, the boys the, um, with the barbecue outside. So mm-hmm. And they had the. <laughs> They had the stuff and uh, and the carrot beer. They had like some carrot beer. I remember. Yeah, that was, yeah. Like, uh, like, Were you thing. there on opening day that Friday? I think that was on Saturday. Yeah, because I didn't get to see y'all. Oh yeah, I was yeah. there that morning. And I was with Honey with my dog, so you should have, you would have seen me. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I, I show up early. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so okay. that's the way we understand they do the 
They do the half barrel system, <laughs> and then if it goes good, then they go over to Fortress and they brew their big batches at Fortress and then sell right. it over at Misfit. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of an interesting setup. Did you have their sour, the, the latest sour? The, what was that, a cherry? Oh, the Voodoo Doll. Was that what it's called? The yeah, the Voodoo Doll. I haven't. Oh. We gotta get you some. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's, it's really, really good. Hopefully so that shout out gives me one. <laughs> I, wanna, <laughs> I wanna get back to this beer for a minute. So this beer, is it is it it's hazy this isn't a see-through beer is this intended to be a hazy ipa or it is not no uh, okay to be honest I, I had to bring it from my house today so it got a little shaken up in the uh, car okay so probably should have got here a little earlier and oh no 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 you're sell, fine no i just wanted to not, ask me not meant to be hazy no so it it tastes almost like this this combination of a hazy and a west coast mm -hmm. to me there's a pine notes in there that i'm really enjoying but there is that little hazy citrus backbone to it that I'm enjoying. Right. This is this is kind of I, I don't know. I'd almost argue this is like an entry level IPA. Like if I'm coming over from Minute Maid after yelling at the Astros for you know hours at a time, this is going to be a refreshing beer, in my opinion. What do you think, Jake? I got news for you. Yes, All sir. All our beers are going to be like that. <laughs> oh. We're we're hoping you know we're shooting for uh, very sessionable beers that you can just. You know, as Kyle can tell you, you know, he likes to drink, he, he, you know, like, and I'm talking about drinks. He compounded. <laughs> yo, he's a wrestler, y'all, come on. <laughs> so, we, we aim for that, you know, like the lower ABV beers where you can just enjoy it, you can actually taste all the, all the flavors that we're putting out in them, and, you know, not get super crappy at 4pm and you're bringing all your kids to a brewery and, you know, so. Yeah, my rule of thumb, one, just like Andre said, I, I like drinking beer. I, it's one of my favorite things, and especially with how close we are to the stadium. When I'm making a new recipe, my rule of thumb is if I can't drink four of them in a sitting, I need to make it a little more <laughs> sessionable. It's not okay. So, so with this one, if we're talking about sessionable, what are we looking at on ABV on this one? ABV on this one is, I want to say, uh, six one. Okay. Off the top of my head, I can't quite remember, but I, I believe it's somewhere between like six one and six thirty. Yeah. What? Yeah, it's good. It's good. Uh, it's such a light body with a little bit of tropical on the nose. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe it's just that there's mosaic in it, but mosaic gives me strong guava flavors every time, and I've kind of developed this dislike for guava. But in this right here, like you can get a little bit of guava off the top. But it's very pleasant. It's not overpowering. It doesn't taste like dirty guava. It's just it's it's nice. It's very well balanced. Thank dirty you. guava. It is. You know <laughs> what I'm talking about. That dirty, dirty guava. Dirty guava. Stuff, dirty guava. <laughs> <laughs> That's the next app. <laughs> oh my goodness. So on this podcast, I don't know if you've listened to this podcast or not. I'm going in blind. We are very judgmental. It's incredibly judgmental. We like to judge everybody that comes to the hot tub. And so we're going to judge your beer in front of you, Kyle. I hope you do. And so what we do is, so I love having the brewery in. So we rate this on a scale of zero to four. Okay. Zero is we want to burn the brewery down. Nobody else should ever drink this beer again. Okay. Four is I need this every time I get in the back of a truck in a blow up pool in a brew house. Right. So there, there's that scale. Now with that scale, decimals are infinite. Okay. You can put any number of decimals on there that you would like, okay? Like so, it. we're pushing this to be the industry standard right now. So, I'm going to go ahead and rate your beer. 
I, I like the flavor of it. I like the sessionability. If it's 6163, it does not drink like a 6163. Uh, this one could almost sneak up on me just because it is so light. Uh, it is, it's a very light-bodied 6.3 IPA. Um, I, I am excited about what it's going to look like when it comes out of your brew system uh, just because to the eye, it's a little hazy. Uh, but, I, and, and of course, I'm partial to the, those cleaner beers, but it doesn't drink like a hazy. There's still those pine notes. It drinks like almost just like a tropical west coast, if that makes any sense. Maybe a third coast? Who knows? <laughs> it kind of actually fits down the third coast line. It does. It I hate, does. I, kinda, I hate to go ahead and say that, but it, it really kind of fits down there. It's, it's kind of cool. I'm excited about this because this is just like this entry level. We've, we've never done this before. It's kind of cool. Like, this is the pilot batch brewed on the brewer's garage that's going to be scaled up that everybody else is going to come drink in, in mm. Frosttown. And so, as, as, the, as the garage brewery goes, I'm going to give it like a 3.58724. Yeah, 3.58724 is where I'm at with this beer. I really enjoy it. I could come back, I could drink this, I can go watch a baseball game and come back here and sit and drink a few of these. Um, this is a beer that I would drive in downtown Houston for. Appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. It. What do you think? Oh, man, I'm going to go 3.542 repeating. Mm-hmm. Uh, You're so annoying. Go ahead, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's, there's no holding back here. Uh, it's good. It's very good. Uh, I love the carbonation on it. It makes it very, very fluffy. Um, it's like I said, it's tropical. It's got just a little bit of bitterness in, in it to, to balance it out without kind of coating your mouth with it. Uh, it it's refreshing. It's nice. Good Thank job. You. So with the with the carbonation, did you force carbonate this? I did. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I love this because it's got the old school soda cakes. Like, I feel like I'm drinking at home with these guys. This is yeah. pretty cool. All right, Andreas, you're a taproom manager. You, you Have you had this before? Uh, yeah, I've had it. You know, actually, this was one of the first beers that I've tried from Frosttown when I met this kid. I was at uh, um, Star yeah, Sailor. Yep, shout out, Miriam. I, um, but anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, I enjoy the beer for the same reasons, you know, we're talking about, you know, it's. It's not a hazy, it's a little bit, it has a little bit more body than the regular payout, but it's not like super, super overpowering. I mean, you can just crush it, you know. Two or three of these, go to the game, come back and have another one of our beers that it's maybe a little bit less ABV and it'll be set, you yeah. know. Um, just, I don't want to rate our own beer just because, you know, this is something that we make. And, and and with that with that being said, you know, like you said it, you know, this is the first time you've had basically a home brewer as a brewer of a brewery about to open, right? Yes. Like, so it's all yes. very new to y'all. It's very new to us. We wanted to take the risk and see what y'all think about a beer now that it's you know being brewed at home. Uh huh. But with that, it's just, it's like an invitation. You know, y'all can come back in a few months and see the progress. That that would be fun to come back and drink that beer that's been scaled up and compare them side by side. I would like that. All right, so now, Kyle, I'm going to move to you. Okay. So you're the brewer, and so every time we had the brewer on, what we like to do is, on a scale of zero to four, how close did this come out to perfect for you? Uh, I'll go about three and a third. Three and a third. Okay, three. Oh, I'll there we go. Look at the He's Kyle. In. Cheers, Kyle. Cheers. <laughs> So, so three and a third repeating. So, is, is tell me what you would change, or as you're moving it from that homebrew system in the garage to the 15 barrel system, what are you gonna do to make it a 4.0 for you? Um, for one, 
pressure hops, so Trident was one I had ordered, and it could have been fresher when I put it in. Damn so. supply chain. That was, that was my bad. I just, oh. I just need a little bit more. That's on me. Honesty, that's what we're about but, here. <laughs> another detail would be the water profile. So on our pilot system, I'll you know that's RO water, and I'll build up the water from there. But for my garage, I just use the city water, and yeah. just, I get the pH right where it needs to be, but all the minerals are just whatever the city water is. So yeah. getting the water profile right will kind of help the hops sort of shine a little better. Shout nice. out Mayor Turner. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't like you. <laughs> you heard it here first. Uh, Mayor Turner. We've we've had lots of uh, Abbott haters, but never a Turner hater on the uh, podcast. We've never had any politician lovers, to be honest, on. Well, with my firefighter background, he's, he's fucked over our firefighters in the city, so we don't want to get political. We want to get veridical, so. We do. Beeritical. That that should go all the glasses. If we're not political. We're beeritical. Uh, if yeah, Rachel yeah, Ray was a politician, I would, I would support her. Rachel Ray. Rachel Ray was a politician. <laughs> I'd support her. She said she liked my beard once. So I was like, dope. Rachel Ray said she liked your beard once. Yeah. yeah. She hadn't seen my beard. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean, who's Rachel Ray? I, I don't know. I'm just going with it. She's the celebrity chef. Thirty-minute meals or less or whatever. I don't Rachel know. Rachel Ray, she's a babe. I, I know Rachel. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. This half of the tub is cool. No. Oh. So right now, right now, this Kyle one's warmer because you know who I'm sitting next to. <laughs> well, oh, we're gonna we got the Latin heat on this side of the tub. Get a little. Oh, uh, so little Ozark National Beer of Texas is what's in oh, your hand, yeah. Kyle. So this has been the unofficial, official palate cleanser of hot tub beers on and off, but these cowards won't ever sponsor us, so we can't ever make it official. We've had uh, Nowhere But Texas from Legal Draft, thanks to Taylor Beasley. We've had, what was the last one? Uh, National Standard National from Tups, thanks to Taylor Beasley. And so we're working, at, we, we've been bullying 11 below. We, we gotta oh, get gonna, something. Well, that, that, that's been the battle. Is, is Lil Snack gonna be too good to have as a palate cleanser? Who knows? I don't know, but that Lil Star still goes down smooth. Yep. So the reason we chose Lone Star, the reason the Lone Star has always been there, it's been something that's always been in my fridge, right? And so it's, it's always something fun to go back to. It's always something I remember drinking in college, maybe in high school, I don't know. So Kyle, like, what is your go-to? What's the one that's always in the fridge that, that uh, you remember growing up and drinking? Oh, man. So growing up my dad he's a Budweiser dude so there's always some Bud in the fridge my mom's a, a Miller Lite lady so there's always some of that in the fridge personally I'm like you I always have Lone Star do you really oh yeah nice Lone Star. cheers Kyle cheers this was meant to be hell yeah and then uh, sort of a recent development I've started a uh, uh, big fan of Micheladas so okay Modelo that's a good Mitchell. Get this here. guy a sponsorship for real, y'all. The amount of money he spends on Micheladas is ridiculous. <laughs> oh, dude. He makes some good ones in Love Zone. So come on through Crosstown, drop some out, you know, oh. some for your boy. We need to do that. So I don't know if you've ever done this course. I'm going to throw another brewery into the mix, but um, Don Jalapeno from No Label. Mm -hmm. Dude, you got to put that in the Michelada. Okay. I hadn't. Yeah, that's a good call. I, they I, uh... switched their recipe a couple years ago, didn't they? They did. They did. They switched it a couple years ago. A new brewer that went in there. And, uh, like, so, you know, Sundays we're not doing a podcast. Uh, like, I wake up, Mandy will make some breakfast tacos and a minchilada. Mm -hmm. And she pulled uh, Don, Don uh, Jalapeno out of the fridge and made me a minchilada out of it. And I didn't know. It was like, it tasted like, what? 
the this fuck is good. this? It's awesome. She's like, oh, it's that, that jalapeno beer you had stuffed in the back of the corner. I'm like, all right, yeah, let's do it. So that's that's the official Michelada beer okay. now. Hey, oh, yeah, Kyle, Mr. Michelada guy, what, what's your favorite Frosttown beer that you like to drink in a Michelada? Ooh. So I've done some with our Kolsch was pretty good, and one that actually I did it not thinking it would be great, but our Pale Ale actually went Oh, really yeah, we did well. talk about that. Nice. Yeah, really like good. I said, my mom is... Uh, she drinks Miller Lite as her go-to beer, yeah. and I was like, I'll try a sip of this, and she's like, I want that next. She, oh, she yeah. stopped to get her to not drink a Miller Lite and change to a different beer. That's a that's, that's huge, a man. Accomplishment. Hell yeah, dude. You're getting in the door. Uh, I love it. I love it. But man, hey, I just want to thank both of y'all for inviting us in, letting us back up the truck in the middle of this brewery. Uh, this is a beautiful setting. It's a beautiful spot that you got downtown. I'm excited to get in here and uh, be with some of the first people in here and the first people to try your beer, man. So thank you so much for letting us do this. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to keep sipping on this Lone Star and clean the palate. Yeah. And we're going to come back with your Hazy IPA. Uh, try a little bit of that before we finish up with your Dry Irish Stout before right. we get out of here with the Frost Down episode. We'll be back in just a minute. Hot Tub Beer fans, are you looking to buy, sell, or lease a home with or without a hot tub? Hugh Height, the Texas beer realtor, is who you need to call to help with all your real estate needs. Hugh knows hops and Hugh knows houses. That's txbeerrealtor.com or 281-939-8182. Welcome back. So here we go. Welcome back. So I did give a warning before I poured this time, or before I hit record this time. Usually Andreas is being caught, used to being caught off guard. Kyle, I, uh, I didn't want to do it to you, not just yet. So, what we're pouring here is Tropical Tide, correct? Yes, sir. So, this is a hazy IPA it that is. you made? So, but I'm pouring this out of a Frosttown Crowler. Correct. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Almost didn't get Steve some, man. Oh, this is that. That would have been regrettable. There you go, sir. Thank you, sir. You are welcome. How you doing, Steve? Doing good? He yes. said he's doing good. It's all fun and games. Fun and games, he says. <laughs> Steve? Steve is a stud. Like, so, Kyle, I know we got you in here half naked with Steve taking pictures of you professionally. Um, that's just how we roll at Hot Tub Beers, <laughs> to be completely honest. Um, we met Steve at uh, 11 Below. Did an episode, pulled up a truck, very similar to this, uh, in, the, in the brewery. And we're having an episode, Steve's haunt is 11 below. So he's there taking pictures. We get a couple pictures from him. He loved it. And then hooked up with him on Instagram. Saw him at the brewery a couple times. <laughs> it's good stuff. There's pictures of Jake and him. Me, me and Jeff and Speedos. I think that's, that's what made it. Oh, the my gosh. Steve caught a, a nice moment between the two of us. We're like, all right, all that's right. We'll work with Steve. <laughs> yeah, Jake's, Jake's, more, uh, Jake's more fully clothed right now than he was at the 11 below episode. Well, I just um, found out my Speedo has pockets in the front so I can stash things. You got a Speedo <laughs> with pockets? Yeah, the front of it, yeah. Like, you know how you got boxers briefs? It's got That's usually for pockets. people to put their... Put their what? Their wieners in? No, 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 it's no. It's a no. wiener pocket? I, that wiener no, pocket? it's like, it's like this... <laughs> it goes across. It's one of those European? <laughs> it would be extremely uncomfortable to put your penis in that. But, like, I could stash other things that are waterproof in there, and I don't know what yet. Like, bigger things? <laughs> I mean, yes, obviously. Hot pockets. Hot pockets. It'd be nice in the hot tub today. Is that a hot pocket in your pants? Or are you happy to see me, Jake? No, is that your penis? No, it's just a hot pocket. <laughs> Go to a doctor. Oh. 
<laughs> if, if my penis ever gets mistaken for a hot pocket, I'm just I'm just stopping there and telling that story for the rest of my life. Which part? The flaky part? The oozy part? The part that you have to shame. blow for two minutes after it's ready? <laughs> I haven't heard a negative yet. <laughs> so... I'm sorry, Kyle. Because it's oozing cheese. <laughs> <laughs> no. This <laughs> is superpower. Hot pockets. Sponsors. Cowards. Yeah, hot pockets. Nestle owns hot pockets, so fuck you, Nestle. Bring mm. back free water. Yeah, for real. Fuck Nestle. Wow, this got dark real quick. What did Nestle yeah. do? Beeritical. Beeritical again. Beeritical again. So. This is coming out of a crowler, so was this homebrewed as well, or did yes, you? Yes, it was. It was. Okay, and so this was force carbonated in the whole nine as well? Correct. So, tell us about this beer. This beer is coming out a little bit more clean, a little bit more settled. Um, it, it's still, I say a little bit more clean. It, it still has that hazy IPA look, but here's what, I'm going to go ahead and praise you before I even smell it or drink it. Um, we complain about hazies that have a bunch of shit floating in them. This doesn't have a bunch of shit floating in them. It just looks like... Beer. It's a hazy beer. Like there's maybe oats in there to make it hazy, yes, or maybe there was a lack of a protein rest, something in there that made it hazy. Um, and that's what it looks like, man. So tell us about the process before I go too far. So, uh, like you said, yes, there are oats. There was not a protein rest. It was just a standard single infusion mash. Just you know, it's a hazy beer. You don't need to do anything fancy with it. Right. Uh, as far as hops go. Uh, Feel like there's so many good hazies out there and they all use basically the same ingredients so I, I kind of wanted to you know there's so many already good hazies in Houston so I wanted this one to sort of stand out be a little different so we made it sort of a tropical beer so okay added uh, Sabro to it to give it a little bit of toasted coconut flavor okay and then our, our hops were just how can we make this just a tropical beer just different spin on it yeah no, I like that. I, I, there, there definitely is those coconut flavors in there, man. I'm really enjoying that. But man, for a homebrew, this is pretty clean. Thank you. I'm really enjoying it, man. So, just a little bit about you. You said you were a wrestler in the Houston area, so yes. you're born and bred in Houston. Correct. You, where'd you go to high school? Went to Episcopal High School. Episcopal High School, and you wrestled there for them, yes, and I then did. went to Oklahoma State. Yes, I did. Excuse me. Episcopal High School. What is that? St. John's? It's uh, like the rival of St. John's. Episcopal yeah. is Episcopal. No, like that's the name of the school? Is yeah. Right. yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I didn't know there was a high school literally called Episcopal High yep, School. Yep, just called Episcopal High I'm School. I'm over here trying to figure out in my head what you're alluding to. But yeah, no, there's that's, a, that's yeah, a, yeah, there. There's actually, there's multiple apparently because when we go to like nationals and stuff, there's I think there's Episcopal in Virginia, so we have to be like the Episcopal School of Texas and that's not our name. Yeah. We're, not, we're not these other Episcopals. I, I had no idea. I saw a, a television show the other day. It had St. John's on it. It was the old like part of St. John's. Uh, uh, I guess it's an all-grade school? It is. All-grade school? You know that the actual school is like on t two separate sides of Westheimer, and there's an underground tunnel that connects both uh -huh. sides. I'm like, that shit's so cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. There's, there's all kind of crazy shit about that school. So like, we actually went there for a wrestling tournament this year. And it's it's kind of crazy. It's like tucked away in the middle. But like those are your rivals, though, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they they did win. Good. I mean, yeah, they're as good. coaches, we get a lot. Like the yeah. coaching staff's great, and it, it's a friendly rivalry. I mean, we 
I think the school gives a shit more about it than we do. Where it's like, you know, <laughs> we know these, like when we go to you know, state or we're nationals or whatever. We're, we're hanging out with those coaches. That's cool. We're, we're friends, but you got to have a friendly rivalry. And so you went to, and you got a, you said a uh, mechanical engineering? Industrial. Industrial engineering degree yes, from uh, Oklahoma State University. Correct. And so what year did you graduate up there? Uh, 2016. 2016. So not too, too long ago. Man. Too long ago. You're fresh out of college. I am. So did you like your experience up there in Oklahoma? Oh, I loved it. So okay, I know you, you're not an Oklahoma fan, but I Oklahoma beer. Did you did you find some good Oklahoma beer that you liked up there, or was it all just three point two percent? So the three point two, that's just if you go to gas stations or go to Walmart. If you went to the liquor store, you could get actual real beer up there. Okay. But, uh, and then it was, it was bullshit. Literally, the, the, I graduated the next semester. I was going back to visit my buddies, and they changed the law to where you could buy beer in the liquor store. And I was just a semester late, so. Way to go, dude. I know. And uh, the other thing that they changed, it's like, man, that would have been cool, was. Uh, it's your fault for not having a fifth year. I had a four and a half. Well, I tried. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I did half a victory yeah. lap. But uh, when you went to the liquor store, you couldn't buy cold beer. So now you can buy cold beer there. So Really? Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. Uh, <laughs> we could, uh, I, I don't know why, but for whatever reason, anything you bought there, it had to have alcohol in it. So they couldn't just sell non-alcoholic stuff. Which, So like when you buy Bloody Mary mix, it had to be 1% alcohol Bloody Mary mix. Really? Hmm. And they could give stuff away. That was cool. But they couldn't sell non-alcohol. So like there's a place we went to a lot, uh, Brown's. And they had free line Fridays, so free line Fridays. Line. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, not quite. Come buy a bottle of Jack. Get a free line. Get a free line. Yeah. Your you booster. Talk about a good booster right there. No, they're still in business. <laughs> because of the coke. <laughs> but no, so I mean, I throughout college, I I never bought a lime one. We would just go Friday. You know, you'd buy like a forty, and then just get four limes or whatever, and you're good to go. And, and they didn't call you on that, like, who needs four fucking limes for a 40? I didn't give a shit. You were there every day, so. Yeah. Dude, that's so badass. Like, I love this setup here. The, Steve's outside taking pictures of us. Like, we're we're pulled up to this giant window that's overlooking. What street is that right there? Uh, Reese. That is, yeah. Reese? Reese. Reese Street, yep. Yep. Uh, Jason. R-U-I-Z, correct? Yes. R-U-I-Z. Mm-hmm. So you're pronouncing it Reese. Reese. Oh. It's a Spanish show. Forget it. It's <laughs> flexing in Spanish. I like it. That's why the side of the hot tub's warmer. Oh, Are you trying to... We're not pissing on it. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say. Nobody's touching each other over here. Nobody's peeing uh, in it. Like, I'm comfortable. Oh, like, yeah? Don't keep talking about how hot it is. Well, it's... maybe I'm getting a little cold. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Hot Tub Cuddles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. This is this is back to the beer. The the nose on it is is it it is a bit more tropical than the other one. I, I'll agree with you there. Like it's 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 uh, there there's more of a nose to it than the other one. Right. Uh, it's more of an aggressive nose, and, and I say aggressive, I only just means but I can I can smell it more than the other one. Um, but I'm getting that coconut on the nose, but it's not completely coconut. There's like a citrus undertone Correct. to it. Yeah. So when we do the dry hop, that's more of your citrus fruity flavors and okay 
Yeah. What are you dry hopping this one with? So this one, um, again, wanting to use different hops. So uh, we used Azaka, and uh, this batch was, I believe, Sultana. So it was, you know, it was. Sounds like a pair of hot ladies. <laughs> it is. I know Azaka and Sultana. I drove by them on the way here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good ladies. Which corner? United Sidwell? They were over there where all the tents were. Are they in my turf again? <laughs> Legalized. <laughs> Legalized prostitution. Amen, <laughs> I keep getting political. I'm sorry. I, I agree with that, though. <laughs> I wonder what Mayor Turner has to say. I don't care what he has to say. <laughs> it's a. Uh, so when you're dry hopping and home brewing, this is going to be an interesting, like, because I didn't think about this till now, right? So if you're dry hopping at a brewery, like maybe there's some hops in the line that you're dragging them through to the next vessel, right? If you're dry hopping and you're home brewing, how are you doing that? Literally just open the lid of the bucket, throw it in. It's and just throw in easy. some hops? Right. I okay. It's, it's way simpler than it'll be here. Right here, you would need like maybe like a, 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 a hop cone, right? Uh, I think that's what it's called. Well, we got, there's uh, manways on top of the, the fermenters, so we'll, we have a big-ass funnel, and we'll just have to climb a ladder and, and dump the hops in. in there. Yeah, like pressurizes like the midway between... Before you open the vessels, is already pressurized. So like, like pressurizing the same pressure, and then you drop the hops. Nice. And then you avoid having all those like the oxygen and the extra stuff coming into it and okay, you know, messing with your beard. Oh, I like that. That's yeah. kind of cool. It's it's cool. It's it's a heavy little thing for what you. It, it's a cool. It's a cool process. So yeah. do you think? Well, obviously, your efficiency is going to be better when you switch to the system, right? So I hope so. I would. <laughs> if not, I'm doing something. Wrong. Then, then uh, like our flavor here would almost be enhanced. This is almost going to be a toned down version of what you're doing, just because exactly. you're going to be more efficient on there. And plus, like I said, it's this is just city water. Like we'll we'll have the correct water profile. It'll just let the hop shine even more. That's pretty cool, man. It, it's kind of neat to taste it in its infancy. Like this kind of makes me more excited about coming back when they're full blown scale and like remembering what we've tasted here, coming back and comparing. Um, it's, it's kind of a neat comparison. I, I don't know that we've ever done that before. I know we tasted, uh, when we went to New Braunfels Brewing Company, we tasted Blondine back in, like one of the original versions of Blondine that was just a wheat beer with a little bit of sour beer poured into the bottom of it to the where the 2022 version, or was it 21? 22, 21? 21 or 20. It would have been 21 if it was a fresh batch, 20 if it was a year old I think batch. it was 21. I think it was 21. And so we saw what the original version versus the 2021 version was. I don't think it was, what, seven years difference? Something like yeah. that. Yeah, it was not a small difference. It was not a small difference. And it was it was kind of cool to see how that beer grew and how it changed. And it's kind of the same, almost similar concept here, right? We're seeing the home brew, the rustic version. Yeah. And you're doing a really good job on the rustic version. I'll Thank say you. that right now. Like, um, And then I'm, I'm excited to see what it's like when it's, when it's to scale. Like when I'm tasting this beer, the sabro shining through to me. Uh, there's that coconut, but it's not overwhelmingly coconut. I don't like, and, and, and that's a benefit to me. I don't want a mouthful of coconut when right. I'm drinking an IPA. But those hints there are nice. Yeah, that that was that was hard for me because I I love. I'm not like the biggest sabro fan, but in this beer, I thought it was perfect. And just it took I don't know how many times brewing this. It just okay, let's do a little less here, or put it at a different time. And yeah, this is the first time I was happy with when I like the amount that came out so I'm really proud of this batch 
So you got you're the head brewer. Yes, sir. You're the tap room manager. Correct. The owner. Who's the owner? And mm. what's his role? So John or her role? It's 2022. No, um, yeah, sorry. I didn't mean to assume your gender owner. So as, as Kyle was speaking about earlier, you know, our his friend John, they grew up together, they went to school together. So John's uh, the owner. John's family is the investor, the investor uh, group, okay. basically, and he's the general manager. Um, so ownership, you know, it's basically John's family, you know. Okay. Um, but we, we, I think we run this place in the manner of like, we're we're young, we're we're all friends, we've known each other, we all have our our jobs to take care of, but at the same time, you know, in the in the meantime, right? Like, I don't have a tap room to manage yet. So I've been, you know, using my knowledge and that I've previously done with uh, a system bro and helping, you know, with the back the back of the house stuff. And likewise, you know, next week we'll be doing interviews. Kyle is gonna, you know, be helping me out with running a couple of them and you know being president and um, making sure that we all are doing. Not necessarily making sure, but we're reassuring each other that like we're not alone. You know, like we're here. It's all a team. Um, so it doesn't feel like oh the owner is up, up, up to like you know margins and like hey hurry up and open we're very understanding of what we're doing and we know that like at the end of the day as i said you know we run a very tight uh, business it's a brewery you know it's a brewery business you have to just adapt and go with the flow and you know invent your something else because sometimes you just gotta come up with different things to do a um, to get with the results that you need. I like that. That's kind of cool. Like, so you got, this is almost a family business, right? So a friend you grew up with, his family is going to be the main investor. You're coming in as the brewer. You're coming in as the tap manager, and they're not necessarily overseeing it. They're just kind of wanting, letting y'all create your own vision. Right. So like I said earlier, his dad had wanted to do a, a brewery. We are probably in early college at that point and just life happened just things didn't work out we had to sort of change his vision a little bit but sort of you know we wanted to respect like you wanted this so we're gonna do it our way and kind of with your input like as well. channel his vision with, yeah, with exactly. y'all's yeah. with your yeah so I, I think it's a, a pretty cool just combination of you know what he wanted what we wanted and here we are and we're recreating you know like exactly. it, this is just us before we open, I'm sure things will be different. You know, 100%. they'll be ever changing. You know, that's just like every brewery, every brand, every personality, every person. You know, like if yeah. you're not changing, you're not adapting or evolving. Um, you might not be growing. You know, whatever that, whatever way you you might take it out of. Uh, you know, like you might be making better sales, making or becoming a better person. You know, it's just growing in general. Nice, I like that. Yeah, that's kind of cool that they're giving you the freedom to grow and, 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 and figure this out as we go along, right? Um, and, and hats off to them for, for jumping out and taking that risk oh, yeah. and, and doing it in such a prime location uh, because this is not, right. you know, in my head, and maybe I'm completely wrong, this doesn't seem like an easy location to nail down. We got extremely fortunate. We, yeah. uh, so the building we're in right now, it's a brand new building, but the building that was here before, it was a diesel engine repair shop. Oh, cool. And it had been here since the 20s, and the guy that owned it, he was a older gentleman, and he just ready to retire, and we just happened to be in the right place at the right time. 
So did y'all raise the whole original diesel shop and then build this up? Correct. Wow. And that's, that was part of the, what took so long because we had the shop, we thought everything was perfect and there were just issues after issues, you know, like they didn't even pour the concrete right in the twenties. So, wow. you know, we could have maybe done it, but with all these heavy fermenters, why risk that kind of equipment on a, on a shitty slab? There were just other, uh, not zoning, what's the, what's the word? Uh, just issues as far as the... With the city? It, it had to, yeah, like our our building was, whoever did the... Blueprints? Uh, not the blueprints. They measured something wrong and like way before I was even born and we were like an inch over the line or something. So it was just oh, all you're these talking things. about boundaries and shit. Stuff like yeah. that. Enroachments. Yeah. Yeah. And it just like it was such a headache. It was just easier to just we had to just restart. So that's part of why this layout is how it is. It's because it's we basically took the layout that we were gonna do in that building uh-huh. and then just scooted the building over a couple feet. Okay. Huh. Yeah, because y'all are tight on some ramp. Like there's not room. Like you. Right. There's not a whole lot of room exactly. in here. Exactly. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. But it's it's a really neat spot, man. Thank you. So. Back to this beer, Jake. You got any thoughts on this beer before we start rating? Uh, we can just go straight to rating. Okay, uh, I'm gonna let you. I, I went first in the last one. I'm gonna make you go first this time. So it's definitely got a huge tropical punch, which is is cool. And I don't mean like tropical punch, like that weird colored shit, <laughs> uh, but like it's got a punch of tropical uh, flavor. Um. Uh, Mouth feels good, carbonation is good. Uh, right up front, the tropical was so much that it came out tangy and almost tart. It was so, so much flavor up front. Okay. But as it warms up, that really, really calms down and you get a lot more bitterness that really kind of evolves from there. Um, I'm not in love with it yet, and that may be because this tub is not hot. Uh, <laughs> it is not hot outside. And, uh, <laughs> This is the awkward spring edition. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, this is in a Luke Cold tub with a bunch of hairy men and Luke Cold uh, temperature. Mm. Um, I think it's okay. It's not my favorite. I really, really enjoyed the last one. Uh, I'm just going to give it a 3.0. I definitely see how this is going to taste when it's hot. You're putting them down. Uh, you don't mean the beer being hot, right? Outside. Okay. I'll drink hot beer too, but I was talking about the weather, yeah. Gang is completely taken off. Yeah. Don't eat beer <laughs> Oh, unless you're cooking. Uh, it's good. That's that's the biggest thing. It's good. There, uh, There's nothing inherently wrong with it. It's just I, it needs to be warm outside for me. Okay. I, I think I, I'll i agree and disagree with you on some things. I, I, I the The... This is kind of like why I like having you here. There's some good ideas that bounce off of, like that that tangy stuff at the beginning that I was tasting. Like I, I agree with you there. Like, but as I kept drinking that beer, that subsided and this beer mellowed out and evened out for me, um, to where I really enjoyed it. Now I don't like it as much as I'd like the American IPA. Like if I came over here and I had a choice and these are the only two beers on tap, I'm going American IPA all day long. Okay. The, this beer though, I, I really like it. I like its place. I, I'm not a huge fan of coconut. But the coconut in this beer is subdued such that it, it really does add a nice balance to it. I'm going to go 3.2874. Okay. 
3.2874. So lower than my other one, but higher than Jake. I do I do like this beer, but I do agree with him on the fact that if it's burning up outside, like if we're in a Houston summer, that beer's gonna hit. Tropical weather. Oh. Tropical IPA. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> nice. All right, yeah. Like, I guess I, you, you, it's, it's your turn, but you refused to rate the last time. Are you still it. gonna be scared? No, I'm not gonna rate it. It's not about being scared. It's just the fact that, like, it's ours, you know, like, it, we have a bias with it, and I don't want to... Bias is okay. To a certain degree, right? But as a theoretician that I am... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I enjoy this beer. Uh, the coconut, I'm not a big fan of coconut in anything, basically. But I think the, the citrusy notes that this beer has, like, a little bit of mandarin, subside that coconut, it has, but it still makes it shine with the sweetness of that coconut without having that coconut plunge that that's the fact that that's the part that I don't like about it but with the sweetness and the tanginess uh, it, it's, it's a nice beer as, it, as everybody has been saying before it's better when the weather is hotter yeah but we'll be open by then so there you go and I'm not crossing my fingers you better knock on wood no I'm not I'm confident we'll be open by summer I'll Come knock on, on wood for you <laughs> alright so so Kyle how close is this to perfection for you as a brewer? Honestly, this is the closest batch to perfection for this recipe I've had. Nice. So this is, I've lost count what iteration of the beer this is, mm -hmm. but like I said, that Sabro, it was, it was really hard for me to get it to where I was happy without it being, I wanted a little coconut in there, but I didn't want it over coconutty. Right. And then, so I, I'd say this is the closest to perfection I've, I've brewed for this recipe. Nice. So, okay, so on your scale of zero to four. I'll go, I think I went three and a third repeating last time. Yeah. I'll go, I'm going to be the outlier here. I'll go three and a half on this one. Nice. 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 I like that. I like that. Yeah. Hey, dude, the more and more I sipped on it, the more I can imagine like some hot baseball life. You want to come in, sit here and sip on your tropical beer. It's going to be nice. Good call, Kyle. Thank you. Nice. So we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back with maybe a little bit more of a cold weather beer. we got a dry Irish stout for Frosttown Brewing coming up next. Are you looking for a house with a hot tub so you can be just like us? If so, you need to call Hugh Height, the Texas beer realtor. He's a craft beer fan looking to help out his fellow hopheads any way he can with their real estate needs. That's Hugh Height, txbeerrealtor.com or 281-939-8182. 11 is 11 below that important. 11 below. The 11, 11 below, below people important. are going to be at 11 below today? Surprise. What do you mean? This is not an on-air conversation. Thanks, Tim. We already put it on air. That's the title of this segment. Is 11 Below That Important? Yeah. Thanks, bud. Is yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's one of the fun things of this podcast. Is 11 Below That Important? I, I was, 11 Below is important. That's not the question. It is. It's, it's, they're important. I was just I like talking them. about the need to shake babies and kiss hands. So we are, we are you know, yeah, oh, that's weird. Yeah, that's, that's damaging. The, uh... <laughs> Shake babies and kiss hands. That's what Nick Saban does. I think who's that's Nick his. Saban? Who's Nick Saban? Oh yeah, I don't know sports. Sports. Sorry. <laughs> Can I get all you cannot, four glasses together? There's two coaches. Right here? Oh yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, we're 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 taking a picture right now. Old 
Steve is close together, but is hooking it up. We got some Frost Town in there. Got some Lone Star. I love it. This is uh, man, this is a treat. So your treat. The the reason that we're asking is Eleven Below worth it, or is Eleven Below that important? Is because today is also Eleven Below's seventh anniversary. It's, it's their anniversary. It is their anniversary, and so Gotta go support the boys. But you know where we went first? We went to Frost Town first. Of course we did. Yeah. We're oh my gosh! Time. No, and this beer, dude, I'm excited about this beer. So we we talked on the last segment about a beer that uh, was tropical IPA, hazy IPA, really good, really nice, clean IPA. But we all kind of agreed that it needed to be hotter outside in order to really enjoy that beer, really fully enjoy that beer for what it's worth. So stouts are going to be a different road, right? So here we are in a cool hot tub in a cool building, uh, drinking this beer. This uh, this should be a little bit different than the IPA, or hit a little bit different in this hot tub. Now I say hot tub in this cool lukewarm tub, tub, lukewarm tub, um, body temperature tub. The uh, oh the nose on it, the nose on it is great, dude. Thank you. That's a nice roasty nose on there. Have you tasted it yet, Jake? A little. Do we know what we're drinking yet? It's no. a dry Irish stout, correct? Correct. Do you have Where's a name, name for this beer? I do not know. Just it's Irish dry style. Irish stout. <laughs> dry Irish stout. <laughs> Most of our beers, uh, like besides like the flagship ones that we're gonna be having, they're still like, you know, we'll figure out the names as they come. There's bigger, important things that we have to figure yeah. out to open first. Hot tub stout. Hot tub stout. Hot I tub just, stout, or yeah. you could work the name boner into it, and everybody's gonna want to order it because it says boner. <laughs> Hot tub take boner stout. Take pussy wagon for example. Half the people that order Pussy Wagon for the first time just want to tell their server Pussy Wagon. Well, but Pussy hits a little bit different than Boner. Well, uh, Everybody likes one, the other one looks weird. <laughs> <laughs> one looks like a hot bucket. Well, uh, so the very first in the, like local MMA fight I went to, I had some of the guys I was training with were on the card and uh-huh. wanted to support them. And d- between the fights on the, the main screen, they had advertisement for Boner Beer. And I was like, what the fuck is a boner? Seriously. Beer? And I couldn't, I wasn't 21 yet, but, you know, I was with my dad and a couple of my uncles, and I'm like, hey, I'm going to have it, you know. Yeah. I, I don't think it's going to be good, but I got to say I had a boner. You know? Uh-huh. Uh, so, <laughs> you see? It works. Oh, would you get a Frost Town? A boner. You heard it here. You heard it here from first. From the taproom manager. Jake put a boner in his mouth. <laughs> he savored it right on the platter for me. <laughs> Just whipped it out. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, like, it's a good name. It and might be. Just, just name it Hot Tub Boner. Hot Tub Boner. I mean, <laughs> Frost Town Tapper Manager gets <laughs> six years in prison. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say gets Hot Tub Boner. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> From drinking beer. <laughs> oh. What do you think about the name, Kyle? Um, if you were to rate it, <laughs> <laughs> if you were to rate Hot Tub Boner Stout as a name, oh, zero 6. to six point nine. Six point nine. We broke the scale. Broke the six scale. Point nine. Oh, You know, so okay, so I don't know. I'm probably gonna call out Winchy Brothers on this deal, but so they canceled their deal with Boris because um, Boris was from No Label. He was over there calling yeah, I Bingo. No, I remember Boris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was on the he was on the episode with you yeah. at, at New Magnolia. Okay, so they canceled. They said it wasn't their vibe. They're very nice people. It was a very he nice was place. Running their trivia? He was running Bingo. Oh, so he bingo. would sit on stage and he would call Bingo 
And so me and my wife went out, and uh, he called 069 for the first time. Me and my wife were sitting there going, 069, as loud as we can in the to. middle of the restaurant. You had to. And he put his head over the mic. He goes, it's family friendly. As, as we're What's the number? What's not friendly? No, that's what I thought. And a letter. We were sitting there dying <laughs> laughing, man. But then, then they canceled this trivia. And it's, Thanks, Tim. Sorry. Thanks for getting Boris's bingo oh. shut down. What is he up to nowadays? Uh, he just he just texted me. He did a setup at an HEB called Michelada's and Memories, and it was Gilly's Lager and the Don Jalapeno, uh, so they could do Michelada's with Don Jalapeno and Memories with Gilly's Lager That's or awesome. Gilly's Blondo. No yeah, he's still over at No Label. He's uh, he's gonna be there for the '80s prom at Pistol Draft Shop April 23rd. Oh, Draft Shop, Pistol Draft Shop, Pistol Draft Shop on April 23rd. '80s prom, April 23rd. April 23rd. We're talking tuxedos and shit. Yeah, you could go buy a date with me, I think. Get a date? Are you getting auctioned off, too? That's what Mariah said. Oh, oh shit. shit. You're I'm, getting for... Oh, my God. I'm getting God. auctioned yeah. off, too, but I'm not going to make as much money. Why not? What do you mean, why not? Because I'm mean? so incredibly attractive? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, I'll agree with you. Everybody loves a married man. Yeah. Everybody loves yeah. a married man? Is that what it is? I think I'm just talking about myself here. <laughs> <laughs> Andreas loves married men. <laughs> All of the money is going to a charitable organization that is within 166 schools in Houston. I think 166. But 166 schools in Houston. It's all about getting the kids to graduate and helping them uh, uh, feel uh, involved and responsible for their lives. It's a really, really good organization. CIS is the, the acronym for it. But I can't remember the name of the organization. But... By the way, we're donating all the money to that, and uh, clothes and like like prom clothes and all stuff. Mm-hmm. People can donate those, and the organization is going to pick it up and actually help kids that that want to go to prom that can't uh, afford to dress up to get them in the clothes. Right. Yeah, uh, and all the money that me and you are going to be auctioned off for is going straight to the organization to help uh, continue them helping kids pass and stay involved awesome. and stay nice. in school. Nice, hell yeah, yeah. Um, and Boris no. is involved. Uh, horses are involved? Boris is involved. Oh, Boris is involved. Yeah, yeah. It's not horses. Boris from No Label, (laughs) Abby from Great Heights, Mariah Pena has put a lot of work into this one, and we have uh, Alex from Eureka Heights involved. Sweet. Um, So what's... uh, so once you get auction, like, what's what's in the menu? You know what I mean? Like, what's on the menu? What am I getting? (laughs) That's a great question, actually. We we would have to... Seven course meal visit? Because I... We, we, We have to call Mariah and ask with me, yes. Okay. Seven course is a little, a little small. <laughs> there's wow. like a picture and a dance. It's there's like beer swag. In here. There's <laughs> <laughs> we, we may have private time in the parking lot in 15 oh. minutes. I don't know. That's a good thing we're sitting down in the hot tub here. It's getting a little steamy. A little exciting. I have to put my book bag in my lap. <laughs> I will. I'm going to say this as we're as we're sipping and we're having conversation and laughing. This beer is definitely like a back of the truck springtime beer. This the the body on this stout isn't super heavy, right? right. So this isn't like a motor oil stout. It's not going to weigh you down. Man, this is really. I, I'm going to be honest. It's 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 a good springtime stout to me. Um, I, I like the flavors on there, but nothing there is too heavy, too overwhelming. I'm really enjoying it. What what uh, what hops did you use in this stout? All EKG. EKG. East Kent Goldings. Oh, so some like traditional German hops, mm-hmm. right? Uh, English. 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 That's what I meant to say. English German. 
Close potato, potato. Doesn't that have to do with the heart, though? EKG. Uh, that's the EKG is the monitor. The, the electro cardiogram. Cardiogram. Is it? Kilogram. Yes. Electro cardiogram isn't cardio with a C. It is possibly. <laughs> We're making here. things up as we go along. Oh, at least I don't have a kinesiology degree just spelling cardio with a K. <laughs> I have two of them, and I still spell cardio with a K. <laughs> I used to German. use a K. That's correct. And I don't know what it stands for. <laughs> Hello, ma'am. I'm here to help you not die. Here's an EKG. What is it? I don't know. <laughs> uh, right. <laughs> Stay still. Some, We're hooking you up with it. Some English hot. I don't know. I'm just drinking beer, man. <laughs> so, the, the flavor, this is, this is also a home-brewed, Correct. correct. So, anything, just a single hop, just EKG, that's it? Just EKG, that's it. Nice, nice. And the malt bill, what are you doing on the malt? So, trying to stay sort of traditional, so uh, instead of two-row or Pilsner, on this one we use Maris Otter. Uh, that was kind of the, the backbone, then there's some roasted barley. I like uh, English pale chocolate malt a lot, okay. so I use a little of that, and then I want to say there's some Crystal 77 in there. Nice. So just kind of sweeten it up a little exactly. bit. Yeah, nice. So, yeah. I, 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 you know what? Hats off to you for using the malt to sweeten it up a little bit instead of lactose. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Crystal 75 is from Oklahoma. Is uh, it really? 75, yeah. It's, it's like luxury meth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that one. No. Oklahoma meth is luxury meth from what I understand. Holy shit. All you need is a Gator Boy. <laughs> bottles of Sudafed. My uh, last semester there, we're, our next door neighbor was a meth here. dealer, and it was fucking wild. Just Who was a meth dealer? Our next door neighbor, wow. Randall. Um, Randall. Randall. He entered, when we moved in. <laughs> All right, Randall, you just been outed. <laughs> Shout out at Randall. Back up, shop move. <laughs> no, we we fucked with him so much. Uh, oh, so you kept in contact? No, not after. <laughs> 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 he might be alive. I don't know. But, <laughs> no, we. we in it was just a cheap house you could see where the door was kicked in. like it, you, mm, and then we also yeah. found like some of the stair boards like their staircase like in those boards would come up and then the, the second story like there were just weird stash holes like so that was clearly like they sold crack or something was that, that randall's yeah. first house it might have been i wouldn't be shocked <laughs> he's an entrepreneur everybody got the door busted <laughs> and moved next door to watch it how many <laughs> entrepreneurial tips did you steal from randall oh man he uh he was fascinating we would just drink beer on the porch and just see people just walk in and walk out. Like, you're a lot more hyper now that you're Fun walking Fun fact, uh, after Kyle went to sleep, Randall would come in and fix all his uh, recipes. That's <laughs> 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 the beer that we have now today. Why is there eraser marks all over this oh, page? <laughs> why are we speaking faster? But yeah, this guy was... <laughs> we moved in, and as we're... We hadn't even, you know, put all our furniture in yet. He just comes over with a piece of cardboard and Sharpie on it. And he's like, hey, man, you know, sometimes I throw parties. Don't call the cops. Just, <laughs> you know, like, like, you know, like if it's loud, just here's my number. Randall, number. He's like, just call me. I'll turn it down. I'll just, you know, just, just don't call the cops. We're like, okay, man, we're good. And uh, side trans for 36 hours straight. It was great because... Uh, so when he would tweak out, he would go and mow lawns. So he mowed all the, the lawns on our street. And we were just, I don't know why, but we thought Tell it was you, funny. Randall is an entrepreneur. Oh. We haggled with him to where, because part of our lease agreement, we had to do the lawn. Yeah. And so we, instead of paying him, we gave him our internet password. <laughs> <laughs> 
That is, wow. that might be one of the best stories that has ever been told on the podcast. <laughs> I just want to ask, though, like, did he ever go, like, achoo, achoo, I'm sick, will you grab me some Sudafed from the store? He never did that, no. Nice. But... Respectable <laughs> Yeah, wait, wait, yeah. way to go. Like, the guy did not involve his neighbors in being an accomplice. That's the kind of meth heads I like. Hats I'm off, sorry, Randall. Meth dealer. Meth dealer. Meth dealer. Respect. <laughs> respect, Randall. Was he a former chemistry teacher? I don't think he graduated high school. I, uh, I, so he was a savant. He was. <laughs> he did the lawn real great, I'll tell you that. He did the lawn real great. So, okay, so um, real great. I want to rate this beer because <laughs> I don't want to. The Irish Stout. I'll, I'll go ahead and jump in first on the ratings. We should name it after Randall. This is. This is uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's not Hot Tub Boner Stout anymore. It's Randall's Boner Stout. <laughs> Randall's, Randall's Boner Stout. <laughs> Randall's Meth Boner Stout. <laughs> Sorry, Frost Town. Oh, meth Boner. The boner that never quits. <laughs> never gets up, either one. <laughs> This this beer, I'm going to rate it higher than the other two. I really do enjoy this beer, especially maybe it's the environment, maybe it's the temperature of the tub, maybe it's the temperature outside. Maybe it's um, Randall. Yeah. Maybe it's the story about Randall that magic. we paired with this beer. It's like meth is magic. I, I'm going to go. I'm going to go 3.87642 on this beer. I got to really enjoy it. This is one that I could sit on a spring day when it's cool outside and and kill this beer man i, I really enjoy it the only thing that i would say that would improve it would be the bourbon barrel agent but while everybody else is rating be careful andreas has this still austin street bourbon whiskey i'm gonna spike our stouts while everybody else has finished rating it and then we're gonna rate it again with some bourbon in it uh, okay, I'll just follow you up there, and that way I can get bourbon in my glass faster. Um, you know what? I'm going to go 3.25322. Um, I really enjoyed your first beer, your okay. your pale ale. That was just fan-freaking-tastic. Um, kind of set the bar, man. It was, that's some good stuff. Thank you. Um, this one is... It's, it's, it's got that roastiness that I'm looking for. It's got that, like, dark bitterness in it. Um, it's definitely dry. If it was, uh, if this was a style that I truly enjoyed and involved myself in, I think I'd probably rate it higher. It's very well done. It's very well done. Um, overall, I think the only thing I'd like more is like, um, you said you use English chocolate. Uh, pale chocolate. Pale chocolate. Yeah. I think I think maybe if, if the chocolate stood out just a little bit more instead of it okay. being so dry, I think I'd like it just a bit more. But then we're pushing style boundaries, and at that point, it's like, eh. I'm not super. So chocolate and cocoa can be very, very different. 100% different. One, one of them oh, yeah. comes to the other. Chocolate being more, like on the sweeter end, you know, obviously it depends on how you mix it, how, you, how much sugar you want to add to it, etc. Just milk, chocolate, and things like that. But I think more on the cocoa notes would be a little bit more nuttier instead of sweeter. That probably would have been a better way to say it. But yes, no, I didn't mean sweeter, yeah. Right. Mean, I'm following you, just clarify it. Clarify, no, clarify away. Effort, man. This takes a village. It is Make a team a effort. Also, I'll be completely honest with you, this is the second time I've brewed this recipe, mm -hmm. so it's not done yet. So, and I, I agree. I, it, may, it may be barely close. It's close. By the smell of this, you might need a barrel agent. Dude, <laughs> yeah, 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 no <laughs> shit. You smell what I smelled? Did you? Yeah. <laughs> What's that? 
He's talking about putting stuff in his nose. Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if we're back on coke or we're still on meth. Andreas has his nose in his mug and is transported into a different world over here. What, what is that popular club one, the Poppers? Is that what you were talking about, Poppers? What are you talking about? The Poppers oh, are weird. That's so good with the whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> another one of these. Well, let me get to that swing of that. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, dude. I think we, uh, yeah, that's that's the hot tub boner beer, right there. Are you saying you have a boner, or are you saying? Uh, it's it's pretty good. Yeah, well, like you got a you, chubby. I'm glad I'm sitting down. Up. Yeah. Steve, Steve, did you get some? I got some. Sure yeah. It's great. Awesome. Steve got some. How'd How you liking it? I like. I'm loving it. He says he's loving it. Hell yeah. But up, 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 up. Y'all want to go ahead and, and dive in, rate, and, and so, tell okay. us what you think? So how close, the original recipe, you said it's only a couple times that you brewed it. Second time. Second time that you brewed it. So are you getting, are, is this one advancing pretty quickly? Are you close to perfect on that one uh, pretty early or no? It's, so the, the chocolate comment, that's actually one of the, the things I wanted to change. I I'd, uh, I think the, since the first time I brewed, I decreased the roasted barley to make it a little less I don't want to drink an ashtray and added a little more to the chocolate and I think I want to add a little more since I I added more but I want to add more to that yeah for the chocolate and I think that'll make it a lot better absolutely and so now we've uh we've paired it with this still Austin straight bourbon whiskey yeah that's, yeah, so, that's so, so delicious yeah okay so yeah <laughs> tell us your thoughts uh, we need to barrel age this beer Dude, that that bourbon really does complement what you've done with the roast and that beer really well. Like it's 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 smooth. It's not heavy. It doesn't weigh you down. It's not syrupy, man. It's just like man. like I said, I want to. If you can't drink four of them, I don't want to sell it. So. Right. Well, Even though this is you know, stouts. People think they're real heavy, but yeah. it's, it's dark. It doesn't mean it's gonna be heavy. Well, if we barrel age this one, I don't know that well, we can drink four of them. Yeah. <laughs> right. It'll, it'll go as that like try. the norm. Jake, are you allergic to bourbon? I'm allergic to everything. What's the alcohol content of that just as you brewed it? This one's actually, I'm going to say, uh, somewhere between 4.7 and 5.1. Oh, so super, yeah, super light stout. So 4.7, 5.1 stout as far as alcohol concerns. We we significantly raised the volume of it by putting a uh, 80 proof whiskey. You went heavy hand on me, bro. I did go heavy hand on you. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. It was an accident. I'm going to show myself. Andreas is over here slurring his words. Um, <laughs> what would be cool, right? Like, so if if you could, your your dream barrel that you could get, where would you get it from? So, to, to are you asking my favorite whiskey? Maybe, maybe, maybe your favorite whiskey or your favorite whiskey that you think would pair with your beer the best. Okay. Um, hmm. What's your favorite whiskey? So my go-to daily whiskey is uh, Evan Williams White Label. Not everybody has a daily whiskey to go to, but I... Well, not daily. If they don't, they're communists. The way you pause, I thought you were going to say Jack Daniels or Crown Royal, and I was like, I was, I was hurt a little bit. Then you don't said Evan me. Williams, I was like, all right, all right, we in, we in. No, uh... Day, not like I do shots daily, but like, you know, if I'm just... <laughs> well, okay, not daily, just every morning. Well, after mixing this beer with it, maybe you will. Well, you know, it's, it's fine, it's a weekend, it's whatever. <laughs> but no, I like, that's my go-to, just standard whiskey. If I'm mixing it, I'm using the, uh, it's, I, this, this sounds shitty, like, 
I love uh, not 101, but the Wild Turkey 81. Yeah. One of my favorite whiskeys. <clears throat> yeah. And then uh, well, if I'm actually splurging and, you know, <clears throat> going to do just a glass of whiskey, not going to mix it with anything, uh, Bellmead's really good. Yeah. That's probably where I would go with. So, so you think? So you think if you got a barrel of barrel, bear, Bell Mead's barrel, that this would? That'd be awesome. Oh man! All right, taproom manager. Um, is that your job to, to secure the barrel? Whose job is it to secure the barrel? Well, we we got some barrels uh, as decoration, um, just to cover our tap room and you know make it look prettier and whatnot. So we che- we reached out to Messina uh, Hoff. And, okay. Um, so we got some, just for decoration, you know. I uh, think we, we're going to carry some of their wine. So figured, you know, it just makes sense. But, uh, you know, maybe down the, down, down the line, you know, we'll be making some barrels, barrel-aged barrel stuff. Um, it's not a bad idea after drinking this, yeah, this right? concoction. It's, it's really uh, not what I expected in a good way. Like, I normally don't like bourbon. I'm... I haven't eaten today, y'all. So oh, this is hitting oh. really, really nicely. You know, maybe I'm getting a little quieter over here. Not, not because I want to, but because I have to. <laughs> control Hope you myself. rode your bicycle today. Yeah, no, I'm I'm sleeping here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> no, this I, I I will say like that the addition of the whiskey to it like push it up mm-hmm. like it's really really nice. Um, like I'd I'd even go like almost like a almost like I would go three point nine repeating wow. on this one. Um, with the whiskey in it, I, I think the, the the flavors of that bourbon really complemented the, the the beer that you put together. It's the beer is like it, it's dry, and then you know the bourbon's not that overpoweringly sweet, but it's sweet enough to like get that dryness a little bit out of the way. Yes, and just balance Agreed. it just right. Oh, absolutely, know, man. The roastiness, the nuttiness, the little bit chocolate notes, just done really, really nicely. Hell yeah! What do you think, Jake? Uh, three point seven five. Right on. It's fan freaking fantastic. Uh, I love it. Um, and I think the only reason the only reason I'm not rating it higher is because I, th- I think I just love bourbon. Like, I love mm. bourbon. And so I, I, I feel like I'm rating the bourbon and not the bourbon mixture. Okay. Uh, that makes sense? Hey, I can 100%. see that in a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, shout out to Still Austin then. Yeah, make What's up, bourbon. Still Austin? Yeah, there shout we go. Out. <laughs> it's a pretty bottle. It is a pretty bottle. Oh, in Manor, Texas. Oh, Manor. The Manor Mustangs. Oh, shit. Guess we gotta go visit Manor. Hell yeah. Well, man, hey, listen, I want to say thank y'all to both oh, of you. Thank y'all for coming For coming in and letting, letting us, go, like, the getting in the hot tub is is we always... drink beer on a Saturday. Oh, hell yes, dude. I think I think this has become like this almost this polarizing thing, uh, whether we're gonna get in the hot tub or not. But everybody who does get in the hot tub with us, we always have a great time. There's no pretense. There's no anything. It always leads to great conversation and good time with good beer. Um, thank you for being willing to let us try your homebrew oh, that you're gonna scale up. I know that's a huge thing, right? I know uh, a lot of people wouldn't be willing to try, let us try that before you actually put it on tap. Um, that's huge, man, and we want to say thank you for for letting us do this. Coming into this uh, brewery before it's over to the public, it's a hot tub beer first, man. We absolutely love it. And that being said, man, please, if you like, if you enjoyed your experience here, man, tell all your friends. Uh, let them know. Uh, if you're following us and you like what you're hearing, please make sure you're finding us on every single podcatcher that you listen to. You can follow us on Instagram and on the link on Instagram. 
is a uh, link tree. It'll take you to every podcast uh, catcher that you listen to. It will also have a link that will financially support us. So if you're interested in keeping the hot tub warm, which would be great today, <laughs> um, you can donate for as little as 99 cents a month for as much as... 49.99. 49.99 a month. That's all it takes, guys, just to keep the hot tub warm. Uh, make sure that you listen to us. Make sure that when Frosttown Brewing is open, that you're going and patronizing. Make sure that you, if you need family photos, call Steve Fraga. If you need some other uh, podcasts to listen to, check out the Cross the Streams Network. All these people have come together to help us make this podcast as to what it is. Make sure that you listen to, to them to make sure that they're building them up to as much as they can possibly be. Thank you, guys, and until next time, enjoy your hot tub beers. Cheers, guys. Hot tub beers Slip on into the water Hot tub beers Amber's ales and lagers Take one down Tasting micro brews from Texas towns, stouts, pilsners, boxing weeks, having hot tub beers, just my friends and 